Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And the beat goes on. Mike Max, Bulls to the Max. Joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Royce White, one-time lottery pick of the Houston Rockets. Uh, he's been AMA. He's been a basketball player. He's been a lot of things. And the next thing he'd like to be is uh, serving this state as a member of Congress. He joins us now. Royce, thank you for joining us. Mike, good to be here, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Before before I talk politics with you, uh, you've 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 been you've been a coach as well. Last time I saw you, you were coaching your sister. She's going to Wisconsin to play. Uh, You're doing individual workout with her. Uh, from an NBA former NBA player standpoint, if you're the Timberwolves playing Memphis, what do you see in this matchup? Um, you know, I think the Timberwolves got a lot of young talent. They got to find a way to. Uh, emphasize the importance of each possession. That, that's how the postseason usually goes. And if they can, they can stay in sync and uh, and, and, and value each possession, uh, then, then they can they can be successful. Do you have to run the offense through Towns, or is there a time and place when Edwards you run it through him? Uh, it's tough to say. I don't I don't know the inner workings of how each player is health wise and their body and and what little knickknack injuries they may have or their ability to go or, or carry the load. Um, you know, I think Towns is a very talented offensive player, and you can certainly run the offense through him. Uh, I think Edwards is 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 a very very talented player as well, and you can run the offense through him. Um, Carl's actually, you know, Carl's been there before, and and you can never underestimate the pressure of a first time playoff experience for for a rookie. So, um, you know, there, there's there's all those things to consider. But I like I like I like Edwards. I think uh, it turned out to be a, a great pick for the Wolves. I agree. Now there is one guy that you did coach as well that's in the NBA playoffs. Zeke Naji went to Hopkins, and uh, uh, you're mm-hmm. helping coach Novak out, and he became a first round pick after a year at the University of Arizona. How is he doing there? Is he moving in the right direction? Is, is is he playing on a team that has too much depth? How is he doing? I think Zeke's just focused on you know uh, improving his game right now. I mean, he went from being a, a more exclusive post player to really improving his jump shot and his, his three point range, and he's he spent a lot of time and worked on that. He's a young kid. He's a he's a young kid. He's a young player. You know, circumstance a lot of times dictates the trajectory of your career in the NBA and in any professional sport. And I think he has a bright future ahead of him. Uh, he has to just, you know, continue to work and, and wait for his number to be called. And when it's called, go out there and perform, you know, sports, professional sports is meritocracy in, in most cases, yes. in most cases, most cases. Yeah. Not always, but in most, most cases. cases. Yes. Okay. Is politics, which you've entered now, uh, is, is politics a meritocracy or what is it? Uh, Politics has become a very, very strange arena. Um, I, I don't 
necessarily believe it's as meritocratic as we, the citizens of this great nation, would, would like to believe, especially when it comes to the merit of ideas. I think money, um, funding, um, you know, handshakes and agreements have, have a lot to do with who uh, gets, gets the, the certain backing and support to run for office and, and even sometimes who ultimately gets elected. Uh, I think right now in this 2020 can, uh, election season and in 2024, you know, th- there's a real referendum on the American people, not so much the political parties or, or the corporations that, that sort of run our country, but the American people and, and what, we, uh, what, what standard we hold for ourselves and our elected officials. Eventually, you want to go head to head with Elon Omar. Uh, why? What do you what do you think that needs to change in that district, and what needs to change with her that you, as you look at that that, that motivated you into this race? Uh, well, I would say that you know my my history comes from fighting against the corporatocracy, right, and, and the idea that in this globalist expansion of, of corporate interests, we have lost something key to our American culture, to our founding values, constitutionally and otherwise. And, and the fallout from that is far and wide. And uh, it, the, the amount of moral hazard uh, is, is almost unquantifiable. And the first thing that we have to address is, is our moral position or our, our moral direction. Um, whether it be in a congressional district, whether it be in a, a presidential uh, race, so on and so forth. You know, the global affects the local. Royce, Royce White is our guest. Royce, if, if today you were sitting in Congress and, and they're looking for opinions on what to do in Ukraine and with Russia, what would you say? That's a very complex issue. Um, I think the, the, the expansion of NATO... Um, versus Vladimir Putin's personal disposition and uh, in, in his own personal quest for power and, and, and Russian security. All of these things have deep, deep historical roots. Many different tribes and ideologies playing out over the course of the last hundred years and even, even further back than that. So, you know, war is, war is, no, is no casual thing. And I think ultimately common people, citizens pay dearly in their everyday life for the wars between kings and kingmakers. Um, I would say that we need to be very vigilant about what forces are at work in the, in the Ukraine-Russian conflict. And I tend to believe personally that while, you know, Vladimir Putin does seem to me to be somebody who I wouldn't agree with on the, on the basis in, uh, of being an American citizen in our foundational values, let's say like freedom of speech, for example, um, that, that there is also a claim to be made that a very globalist, you know, uh, agenda is being pushed on his border as well. So it's, it's a complex issue. If, if the Ukrainian people said to you, you know, Congressman White, how are you going to help us? We need more. Would you, would you send troops over there? What would you do? Um, I, I'm, I'm not for I'm not for the police the world initiative. I think that we have to be an America first nation right now, and I think that the expansion of our military I, I think the military industrial complex is maybe the biggest globalized institution in our country, and it's and it's you know it's cost American citizens dearly. I mean, we're 31 trillion dollars in national debt, and, and a huge chunk of that has been military expansion. And, and um, you know, we can't fight everybody's wars. I just, I just don't think that, that, the, that the benefit is, is, in, uh, is for the, uh, the American people. 
Royce White is our guest. He is running for Congress. And Royce, when 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 you look at you, know, you said that trillions of dollars in debt. Uh, you know, some people will say you, they always want the U.S. to help us, and nobody helps the U.S. It's always us rebuilding the roads, us to do whatever it is. Do you believe that's problematic, or is that a compliment because we're called upon because we're the best? Uh, it, that that takes us right to the the very height of of the intellectual consideration for politics and geopolitics. I mean, the, the question there is what is the, the, the true moral claim for us to help another nation who is facing a, a power that we deem to be evil, tyrannical and, and, and abusive of, of, uh, of natural human rights. But before we can make that claim and before we can act in an aggressive way, we have to make sure that our morals are, are, are clear, that our moral position has been clarified. And the rollout of this military-industrial complex and this military expansion puts us in a unique position where many nations across the world have real, real, um, real merit in, in calling into question the legitimacy of our desire to either help or to advance our own you know, uh, economic imperialism by way of NATO and, and, and uh, the United Nations and, and the World Economic Forum and other international governing bodies. So this whole geopolitical thing is, an, is, a, is a huge mess. It's a huge mess. All right, Royce, can you stay on with us for a quick break? Absolutely. Okay, because I want to ask you about something else. And, and you were one of the first ones in the NBA, really, to, to, to talk about mental illness and the fact that you're affected by mental illness. And I would think coming out of COVID, we have more people affected by mental illness and anxiety, what you've suffered with uh, uh, for most of your life than ever before. And, and and I want you to speak to our audience, many who are probably experiencing this for the first time in the last year, about what you've learned for coping mechanisms and for getting help. Royce White is our guest. Uh, more with him as we address another topic, another elephant in in the room that that we all you know deal with in one way, shape, or form, directly or indirectly, uh, coming out of COVID, and that is mental illness and anxiety. Royce has an expertise in it. Stay with us on Sports to the Max. Welcome back, Sports to the Max, on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Royce White, we continue our conversation. Uh, Royce running for office in Congress, but he is also. Uh, a poster child, so to speak, uh, an advocate for, for mental health as he suffered through his own anxiety and issues that uh, uh, when he was a first-round draft pick of the Houston uh, uh, Rockets. But before that and beyond that, it's been chronicled on HBO and in Sports Illustrated in many, many places, including many things that I've done with him. Royce, there's a new dimension that's called COVID, and it brought, I think, a lot of people's anxiety level was were heightened in different reasons, but for some uh, worse than others. And I think it took them to a place where mental illness is now a, a part of the dialogue in their lives. How do you know if you have a problem, uh, a mental issue that's not going to go away versus something that's temporary? And, and how do you go about trying to discover that within yourself? Because I think a lot of people are right now. Well, I think if you believe that you're having a mental health struggle, you probably are having a mental health struggle. The question is, what does it stem from? Um, you know, when, when I advocated for mental health in the context of the NBA or pro sports or the greater corporate community, my point was to say that mental health is another way to say the human condition where mind, body and spirit converge. And I think we're having a crisis of all three right now. Obviously, COVID is, a, is an illness, a disease that has physical ramifications. Um, we are definitely dealing with a psychological crisis that has stemmed long before COVID ever came around and a spiritual crisis long before that. So, you know, you get all three at once and, and people are right to feel uh, uncertain, uh, fearful, not uh, uneasy, uh, so on and so forth. 
our young people, our teenagers that you know maybe did distance learning and, and got isolated and, and maybe turned yeah. to the wrong things, etc. Uh, what do you tell them? What, what do you tell them, the, the, the 14, the 15, the 16-year-old that, that, that has gone through this crisis, this COVID crisis, not because they, they uh, uh, ended up infected with COVID, but because of all that they felt and saw and, and the depression that goes with it? What do you tell them they should do next? I would tell them to pray, first and foremost. Um, Secondly, to read and study as much as they can about the history of this world while the history is still available for us to to read at our own leisure. Um, what I have found is that knowledge and, and the ability to discern the truth and to speak is the greatest antidote for anxiety. That, that truth ultimately is the greatest antidote for, for anxiety uh, and the angst that comes along with, with being human. You know, it, 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 regardless of the, the immediate time we're in right now, that's just a general, uh, uh, you know, recommendation at all times. Do you, I mean, medication versus uh, how much do you benefit? And I, and I don't want to go too far out of the limb here because everybody's different. Yeah. And, and I know some doctors are prescribed, but some don't, all those things. But we get caught up in this. Do you need to be medicated versus not medicated? Do, do you first and foremost try to try to rewire your brain, so to speak, when you have anxiety? I would say there are some cases where the immediate mental health symptoms or mental illness symptoms are so severe that medication is a uh, reasonable route. Um, I will also say that I caution anybody uh, being on psychiatric medication long-term, especially benzodiazepines, which is one of the most commonly prescribed drugs for anti-anxiety and and other things of of that nature. It's one of the most addictive drugs and most dangerous drugs on the market. Actually, it's one of only two drugs that you can overdose, I mean, not overdose, but that the withdrawals can kill you from, the other being alcohol. And the reason is both work on the central nervous system the same way um, and that they kind of turn down the central nervous system. And and when you go off of those cold turkey, people often experience seizures and and those can be deadly. So uh, slippery slope with the medication. I, I truly believe that many mental mental health related issues can be solved without medication it's just about how much time uh you have you can allocate to doing the work to to solve those issues many of us live in a day-to-day hustle where we need a, a quick fix for the for the issues that pop up and in, in those cases if that's your choice then medication can be a good temporary fix will certainly be detrimental in the long term appreciate you sir you got a rally tomorrow right Yes, sir. We'll be at the Federal Reserve at, at 5.30 p.m. for a rally in March on, on what is traditionally tax day mm-hmm. to ask the question of where our $31 trillion went. Um, you know, I think globalism is one of the biggest issues we face. The global effects are local. It's one of the main central ideas and, and themes of my campaign. And I don't think there's an institution or a group of institutions that better represent the, the incompetence of globalism than the central banking system and, and the Federal Reserve here in Minneapolis. So, Royce, thank there. you for your time and keep us updated, Gay. Yeah, Godspeed, brother. Royce White, known that young man for a long time. And it's been one interesting follow, as you could imagine. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.